0: You're listening to Sobriety with Ari Eastman. Hey, that's me. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Sobriety. Your girl has reverse seasonal depression in full swing. Ba da da boom bing. Uh, yeah, you know, birds are singing, flowers are blooming. The sun is out again, and I'm sad. <laughs> uh, I don't know. There, I don't, I don't know why. I don't know why I'm like this, and I know I'm not alone. I know there are other people that also have this sort of, like, opposite seasonal depression pattern. Um, for most people, they struggle in the wintertime, and when it gets dark um, early, and... Yeah, I just don't relate to that at all. The sun stays out longer and I feel empty inside. (laughs) Also, apologies in advance if you hear a bunch of clanging and banging in the background because they're doing, I guess, construction on the apartment below me and my, you know, scum lords uh, don't ever give me warnings about anything, but have no fear because I am moving out of this complex soon and uh big fuck you to the management company that owns this place because they have been not helpful. Do you hear those birds chirping goddamn? Unfortunately, the energy I am bringing today on this fine Monday is like uh Oscar the Grouch with some Eeyore and I don't know, who's like a big old bitch. Who's a big old bitch? Whoever that is. Those are the, thats the three energies that I've got uh, coursing through my veins today. <laughs> Aren't you so happy you turned on this podcast? Um. Well, with that, let's do a little podcast update because, not because I'm in, a, not because I'm in a bad mood. That's unrelated. But I, I kind of talked about. I don't know how long I can do the podcast in its current form. You know, doing a podcast by yourself um, where the subject is me, basically, um, it's harder than one would think. I think a lot of people, there's a lot of solo podcasts out there where um, it's like recaps of shows or there's sort of like a defined topic that um, always kind of gives a skeleton and a basis for something. And, you know, for me, I set out to really do this podcast as like another 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 like tool in my toolbox for my early sobriety and a creative expression and something to do and um, and I've enjoyed it and it's been really important and helpful for me Um, but as I get more secure in my sobriety and sort of like looking at other facets of my life and you know my recovery is important to me but it doesn't require the same energy that it did and the same like focus Early on, it's now just a part of me. And it's, you know, sobriety is the path that led me back to myself. And I was so lost towards the end of my drinking career, which, by the way, in the grand scheme of things, it was not a long time. I always think that it's kind of nuts that I didn't start drinking until I was 21. I got sober at 27. And I wouldn't say I was really abusing alcohol until maybe like after college, um, maybe 23. So I. I probably had, like, four years of consistent drinking where things started to go off the rails. And towards the end there, it felt like I had fallen down a well or something, you know, and Lassie was not coming to get me, let me tell you. I was just there, down, deep, deep, dark in this abyss. And I know I was the one that crawled down there, but you don't really realize how far down you've gone until you're actually there and you realize you've, like, hit the pit. And you're like, shit, I didn't know it was like, this far down. And what recovery did was, it showed me little, little ledges, little areas that I could crawl back up, you know, that I could pull myself back up out of this well, you know, little by little. And um, I'm, you know, I'm not I'm not there anymore. I'm not down there anymore. I think it's important to to remember that like recovery is a lifelong process. In that, I just have to always remember like I can't I can't just drink. You know, like no matter how recovered I think I might be, um, the fact that I developed you know alcohol use disorder in such a short period of time too, and I've you know it's all over my family tree, and I just know where it leads me um that i'm not someone who can ever drink and um i'd say that's the part of recovery that's important to like always remind myself and not like lose sight of that and not think that i could just be a casual drinker or drink in moderation or because i'm not in that deep dark well i, I could do it now it's like no uh, even if that was true even if there was a universe where that was true I'm not going to fucking risk it. If someone was like, hey, so um, if you uh, get on this plane ride, um, 50% chance that it's going to crash. I'm not getting on the fucking plane. Are you kidding me? But like with most things that we um, do for a while, uh, the need to kind of constantly talk about sobriety and recovery has faded a bit for me. And I know there there are some people in, you know, specific 12-step groups who would probably be like, that's when you need to talk about it even more. And, you know, your alcoholism is doing push-ups in the parking lot or whatever. And, you know, all this to say, like, my decision to not drink is so important to me. And I know that it has opened up every door that I've walked through these past three and a half years. So that I'm not you know I'm not concerned about um but I you know never really set out to I'm not a wellness coach I'm not a life coach I'm not a therapist all of these things that I say all the time in the podcast I just am an only child I was just raised an only child and I love the sound of my own voice okay so me of course I started a podcast hello there have been times in um this sort of progression in my life where I've been sharing my recovery online Um, so many amazing things have come out of that and um, you know I mean I've had TikToks blow up about recovery and all these people connect and I've met I've, I've met people I mean I've met people in real life that I that we connected because I had a TikTok about sobriety. Like, you know, so many amazing things that have happened. And that's been a theme throughout my life is that um, social media has been a pretty good tool for me. Um, And it's been definitely something that has led to so much more good in my life than bad. Um, But there also has been pressure in some ways. Um, Pressure uh, because I think... I've had people reach out to me that I can't counsel because I'm not a sponsor. um, I'm not a therapist. I'm not qualified in any way. And I do feel like a a, a desire and a want to help people, but also um, I don't, I don't have that ability. I don't have um, the emotional capability to help people through their early sobriety that I don't know. Like all I can do is share what I've gone through and um, but I can't counsel people, you know, and um, that's always been something that has kind of weighed on me is that there are people who message me, people in the DMs who, you know, want me to help them quit and I can't I can't do it. You know, one of the tenets of recovery is definitely to be of service. And um, that is one of the things that helps you get y- get you out of yourself and and stops kind of the self-obsession and the narcissism that in many ways can actually you know fuel some of our addictions of feeling like sorry for ourselves and feeling like pieces of shit because if you feel like the biggest piece of shit in the world you still are feeling special in some way you know so I obviously like to be of service to people is huge but um It can be overwhelming when it comes in the form of online, when people that I, you know, I don't know, I'm just getting messages or comments and they're heavy. And again, I don't feel qualified. I'm not in a group setting where we can kind of all talk things through and it's not someone I have a personal relationship with. I don't know. It can get heavy. Um, And I'm really trying to be in like a light era. I can feel heaviness settling back in a little bit just because um, during the spring and summer, I have a hard time. I have like a reverse seasonal depression. I've talked about it before. It's just something weird that happens to me. Spring and summer, everyone gets super happy. They're like, hell yeah, baby, barbecues. And the sun is out all night. And I get really, really fatigued. And um, it just, yeah, it happens. So with all that being said um i kind of talked about feeling like the podcast might be wrapping up at some point and it is and it isn't at 100 episodes which i'm gonna guess probably maybe in the next couple months we'll hit 100 episodes the podcast is going to take a hiatus and um during that time i'm going to figure out the next evolution of sobriety of myself as a podcaster what's sustainable and exciting for me as a person and not just a person in recovery and what I want to talk about and, you know, how recovery is going. I mean, recovery is always going to be a facet of it because I look at the world through a sober lens. Like it is one of the biggest things that, that, that's ever happened to me. So I'm always going to come at things as a sober person um, with the experiences that I've had. And, um, you know, mental health is also something that's very important to me. And I'd love to have these like deep conversations with people. I mean, you know, with friends, we'll have one of my favorite things to do. I mean, I think I think I said this on a podcast where like I used to like there was this guy that was like a friend, but we would flirt and like, you know, like I sucked his dick one time. Uh, And in college, we would just like at parties, like we would just corner each other and we would just be like let's pretend that we're therapists and we just have like deep talks like I love that I love to figure out how the human condition works and all that good stuff so you know still gonna have these conversations still gonna talk about recovery but also I think that I need to be able to open doors for myself to not feel like like I have to always talk about sobriety because so so much of my life now isn't sobriety it's just me getting to, like, be me again, which is what sobriety provided me. And I am forever grateful that I gave myself that gift. Um, so I've got some awesome people who are slated to be coming up and still going to have some good conversations. Also, if there are people that you're like, oh, I would really love to hear a conversation with this person uh, before we hit those 100 episodes, let me know, you know, shoot me a message, comment, whatever. Um, and like I said, I'm not going anywhere, baby. I, You know, can you hear? There's so much noise going on behind me. Can you hear all this noise? There's like construction. There's like a gurgling, a, a, a babbling brook. And by that, I mean like my dishwasher's running and I forgot how loud it's going to be. Anyway, um, that's all I got for now. Um, I love you all so much. And I've just been so appreciative that people have been like yeah Ari Ari started a podcast and we started listening I mean I really so appreciate that like people have that that, I don't know that just people listen to the creative shit I put out there and you know I'm 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 not a big influencer I'm not a celebrity I'm not a famous person I'm just someone who does a lot of weird creative expression online and it's meaningful to me that people pay attention. So uh, with that, I love you so much. Talk to you later.